you know, this uh, uh, last seven days have been awesome. We've had a great time in the scriptures. We're pressing in, just really dealing with all the assignments of how we deal with life's challenges. What do we do if we don't see things go the way that we think they should go? And sometimes our understanding is out of sync to Yehovah's understanding. We've got to bring those things into alignment. Welcome, Russell, in the UK. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, in Liverpool, we've got Lola there in Florida. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. Excellent. All right. Okay, well, let's just uh, take a moment to pray. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that if you be for us, who can be against us? Father, we want to renew our minds. We want to align ourselves for the purposes of your kingdom. We break the assignments of the enemy over our lives. And Father, we thank you that you have called us for such a time as this, that we are born at this time because you have a plan for our lives to be effective for your kingdom. And Father, we press into you to receive from you. We don't do things because we can, but we do them because you say. So Father, we want to be people who have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. We want to have eyes to see, Father, and a heart that understands. So Father, as we come together, we give you permission to minister to each and every one of us. Will you pour out your Ruach HaKodesh, pour out your Spirit upon our lives and teach us and bring us to a place of breakthrough. Father, we want to uh, cast down all um, imaginations, all false expectations appearing real. We come against the spirit of fear and we release faith in our midst tonight. And we ask that your word will come through strong and bring transformation. We ask all this in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. We've got Patrick and his wife joining from Belgium. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. All right, so if you're just tuning in, just keep giving us a shout out. Here's the rules. If I'm speaking and you get a word, a scripture, something comes to you, just remember this is devotional time. Share the scripture, just put it on the message feed, and we will see it. And uh, when we see that message feed, uh, if I don't get off on one, um, we will... We'll put this into the word of what we're sharing tonight because we are the body of Messiah and we want to encourage each other in the presence of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'm going to go over just a couple of points that I have done each time we've come in because I just feel it's so important. If you're just tuning in today for the first time and you've not been with us for the last week, then you can go on podcast or you can watch on Facebook or YouTube the other parts to this message. Thank you, Father. It says in Romans chapter 15, verse 1, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. For even Messiah did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Hallelujah. And what we are uh, pressing into today is the importance that we are not called to live for ourselves. 
you know, we're not just, you know, we don't come to the scriptures and say, okay, Father, here I am. What have you got for me today? You know, this is our devotional time. You know, we want to make sure that we are about the kingdom work. And, you know, I want to charge you with that. Always to, you know, arrest yourself and, and make yourself accountable on how you spend time in the presence of Yehovah. What's your conversation like when you are in the presence of Yehovah during your devotion? Is it all me, 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 me? Or do we come to receive from heaven so that we can be effective to make a difference in this generation? The hour has come for us to rise up. You know, wake up, O sleeper, you know. Uh, rise up. Our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Wake up. We've got to get to that place where we start getting out of the ruts of life and moving into the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. For this is the day for the assembly of Yehovah to arise. We are called to rise up and be who the Father has called us to be. There's nothing more amazing when we see the Ruach HaKodesh, when His Holy Spirit pours out and you see the transforming power on people's lives and you're like, wait a second, I knew that person one minute ago. Now they are transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we are called to be transformed. We're not meant to be the same. So what uh, uh, what uh, preparation are we prepared? What investment are we prepared to give to make a difference in the kingdom of Yehovah? We've got one life. We've got one opportunity. And I, I tell you, I want to make it count for Yeshua. I want to make sure that what I do brings transformation to the King of Kings. And as we press in, you know, what happens? His word comes alive. And as the revelation flows, we receive instructions from heaven. So what's the last instructions that the Holy Spirit is giving you? And, you know, I want us to pay attention to these things. You know, what if the mountain won't move? You know, many people sit back and give up in the place of despair because they've heard the word of Yehovah. But here comes the enemy to tempt, to lead you away, to bring confusion so you won't accomplish the will of Yehovah. And if you will just recognize today, you know, what the enemy is trying to do to stop the will of Yehovah, the will of God uh, taking effect within your life. You know, we've got to wake up and recognize his schemes and his devices. And yesterday, that's what we did. Yesterday, we went through uh, some of the angles that Satan uses to pull you down and to stop you breaking through. And we pressed in and we pressed over. Hallelujah. And, you know, through this time, one thing that I've emphasized for the last seven days that I want you to get hold of, you know, you who are strong ought to bail with the, feel feel the failings of the weak. We are called to be the body of Messiah. I'm involved in a lot of counsel and I spend a lot of time ministering to those in need. And, you know, if the enemy can get you in a place of isolation, if he can get you to a place, yesterday we talked about doubts. You know, if you just keep quiet about your doubts 
and you don't share them with Yehovah. You know, you're not turning those doubts into answers. You're not bringing your request before the Father to understand. Yes, there can be times where we don't understand. There can be times when we are broken. But Father, heal our unbelief. Heal our unbelief so we can move forward. So just because the mountain won't move, just because there's obstacles in front of you, it's not game over. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. We are not called to shrink back. We are called to rise up in Yeshua's name. We are called to proclaim the victory of the Messiah. Are you ready to do that today? Hallelujah. Welcome, Esther, in the morning in Australia. Uh, we've got Christy joining us as well in Texas. We've got uh, Martha. Um, good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Joseph in South Carolina. We've got Reva uh, in New Jersey. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua as we press in here. Um, you know, one thing I shared the other day, I don't know if you picked up on this, but if you want to see uh, if Paul's message is in line with Yeshua's message, you just have to go through the book of Ephesians because we have the picture of the true gospel of the kingdom right here. And, you know, in modern churches today, there's... there's uh, you know, we've missed so much of truly understanding the covenant in which we are called to walk. And we have got to come to the place where we can go from Genesis to Revelation and we can see the painting of the true message. If you find a place where the, the thread breaks, you've got to pause and ask the question, what's missing? Is there something that I think is true not truth. Why is this not all connecting together? And what does the Father want us to do? He wants us to be united in the Spirit. So some people are trying to be united with man, but listen, that'll go so far until you get a disagreement. But if you are united in the Spirit, you might not agree on all things. But the question is, have we got the plumb line of the truth established within our lives? And these are key things. We need to use the scripture. If you have a word, we should be able to go back to the scripture and be able to confirm that this is the word of Yehovah. If you have a word where the Father's telling you to do something against Scripture, what are you going to do? You've got to put that word aside and follow what the Scripture says. We've got to live in that place of safety. Hallelujah. You know, look, there is times where the Holy Spirit will cause you to do things out of the norm. Okay? Um, Hosea, for example, go marry a prostitute, you know? <laughs> well, hallelujah, what a great word. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it was to bring a prophetic picture to Israel at that time, you know? You who are not a people will once again become my people. Powerful message in the midst of it, you know? You know, what happens if you get that word like um, uh, Isaiah, you know, go naked for three years, you know? Oh, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, if that's the word of Yahovah, <laughs> you've got to walk in the word of Yahovah. Lie on one side, lie on the other side. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, uh, you know, what, the, what pictures the Father will paint to wake us up, to give us the opportunity to come back 
on track. So anyway, the book of Ephesians gives us a beautiful picture of the gospel. It's amazing. It goes over who we are, that we are chosen, that we are sealed. Hallelujah. Verse 3 of chapter 1. Praise be to Elohim and Father of Yeshua the Messiah, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Messiah. Listen, this is vitally important. We have to know how to tap in to the heavenly realm. And that's why we've got to get filled with the Spirit. If you're around people that don't believe the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for today, then I just encourage you, you know, you've got to get into an environment and around people that actually believe what the Scripture has to say. Well, we don't need prophets today. We've got the Bible. You know, we don't need apostles. Yes, we do. We need evangelists, apostles, prophets, teachers, uh, pastors. We need these gifts within our lives. So I'm going to read from chapter 4. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to uh, share that verse from the beginning, that we are blessed in the heavenly realms with everything that we need in Messiah. Listen, we are equipped And what does the enemy want to do? He wants to tell you you're no good. He wants to disarm you. If he can disarm you in your mind, he has broken you and you will not be able to function. But what's the father doing? He is rebuilding his people to be effective for the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. He is rebuilding us. So on the point I was talking about doubts, and I I really encourage you, if you heard yesterday's message, but you didn't deal with doubts, I'm encouraging you again today. I'm speaking by the Spirit of Yehovah. You have got to get to the place where you come before the Father. I'm just going to uh, go to that section. Um, I'm turning the pages here. All right. Where is it? Hold on one second. Yeah, there it's uh you know, this this is so important, you know, because what does the enemy want to do? He wants to move you into unbelief. He wants to destroy your faith. If you doubt that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, how can you function? How can you walk in the will of Yehovah? You know, one testimony I want to share, you know, uh, when Haley and I came back from Spain to the UK, Uh, after being missionaries there for a short while after we got married, the father said it's time to come back to the UK. You know, we come back and we're involved in evangelism in the UK and just it's amazing what the father was doing. Then one day the Holy Spirit woke me up in the morning and said, I'm calling you back to business. And I was like, get behind me, Satan. How dare you sound like the Holy Spirit? You know, sometimes the Ruach HaKodesh, the Spirit will speak things that you might not agree with. Why? Because your understanding is in a different place. So is the Holy Spirit speaking to you, but your understanding is in a different place? And for three months, I was in disobedience to the word of Yehovah. And then one day I woke up after about 12 weeks, and I didn't hear the word, I'm calling you back to business. I used to be in business. I started business from 11 years old. The father's used me in the marketplace for most of my life. And, uh, you know, this morning I wake up and he said this to me, you are disobedient. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm disobedient. 
So I had to, you know, I went straight into my uh, study room and, and got before the Father. I said, look, I don't want to be disobedient. I want to walk in your ways. Where am I missing it? He said this, I'm calling you back to business. And my response was this, but I don't understand. Why? Because I had been trained, you know, that we were called to ministry. You had to get out of the marketplace. That's the spirit of mammon. We've got to serve and work full-time for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And, you know, I was a missionary serving the Father. That was our lifestyle. That's what we did. We preached the gospel everywhere we went. We lived by faith. The Father provided for us. And here's the Father saying, I'm calling you back to business. I'm like, I don't understand. And he said, you don't have to understand. I'm going to open doors for you. And I'm going to bless you. And I want you to operate within the marketplace. So I said, okay. I repented and I said, okay, Father, here I am. You want me in the marketplace, you open the doors. And that's exactly what he did. Someone knocked on my door just a couple of hours later. This gentleman was flying back from America. He had an open vision on the, the flight. And the Father said, give Kenny Russell this company. Give him resources, give him an office, secretary, all that stuff. Just give him anything that he needs with no limits. Just go do it. And that's what this gentleman comes to my door to say. Two hours after I repent and say, Okay, Father, I don't understand, but here I am. All of a sudden, I'm in business. Okay, hallelujah. And the Father's got his way of doing things. It might not be your way, you know. My ways are not your ways, declares the sovereign Lord. So what are we going to do? We've got to get to that place. What if the mountains uh, won't move? You know, because our mindset is not right. Our mindset is in the wrong place. So I was doubting the word of Yehovah. I believed that the voice I was hearing, I knew it was the voice of the Spirit, but it was saying the wrong thing. I didn't expect the Holy Spirit to call me back into business. I expected the Holy Spirit to talk to me about evangelism, to talk to me about ministering healing into people's lives, prophetic words. These were the places where I expected the Holy Spirit to speak. And now he's saying, I'm calling you back into business. And listen, if you're working in business, be blessed and may your businesses flourish in Yeshua's name. We are called to be involved within society, in community. Some of us might be called to be set apart and that's good. You know, I look at all the things that we accomplish in ministry and we still have companies and we're still involved in the marketplace as well. Yehovah is faithful. You ever heard the statement, dreamers never sleep? You know, because we're too busy dreaming, we're too busy catching uh, revelation in the spirit. And even when we put our heads on the pillow, there's stuff still going on, there's stuff happening in the spirit. And the Father is looking for pioneers. He's looking for people who will step out there and move into a new dimension of the spirit. So what do we do with doubt? You know, uh, if we're hiding in our doubts, We're undermining our faith. This is one way to corrode your faith is to allow doubts to be hidden within your heart. So you've got to come to that place where you, you know, you say, okay, Father, I'm I'm here and I want to deal with the doubts. You've got to turn your doubts 
into deeper understanding. And this is such an important word we shared yesterday. And I have to emphasize it again today because I don't want anyone to leave this series and be stuck in doubts. You know, why do we doubt Yehovah? We doubt him when we don't see the results that we think we should see. And that's how we doubt him. But the Father says, you know, you've got to come to the place where you walk in my understanding. So if you don't see the results that you expect to see, then press in and get answers from the Spirit and and just inquire of him. And we turn our doubts into what? We want to turn our doubts, which are questions, and we want to bring them before the Father so that he can give us the answer. We have to overcome doubt and bring them before Elohim. So, Father, these are my doubts. I lift them before you. Help me in my unbelief. Help me deal with these areas that are corroding my faith in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I wanted to hit on that because we're we're talking about what if the mountains won't move? You know, what's causing this a blockage. Is this a blockage because of the enemy? Is it a blockage because the Father is saying, I want to do a deeper work in you. I want you to uh, be training in the Spirit. I want you to be overcoming and rising up to be who I've called you to be. Listen, if it was just plain old Jane, plain simple sailing, you know, We're not going to learn anything. You know, if everything's just all, you know, but when the challenges of life come, when the attacks come, how do you think Messiah can relate to you? Because he has been tested in every area that you are going through. Hallelujah. And he has overcome. And his victory dwells within you and dwells within me. We have the victor living in us. So what are some of the key things that we are facing today? We are seeing people leaving the traditional church in their droves. You know, churches are closing all over the world and literally millions of people are leaving the standard church system, you know, for many reasons. And, you know, a lot of the reasons that people are leaving the church is not because they don't have faith. They are trying to find the reality of God. They're fed up going through the motions. Stand up, sit down. Here's your 20-minute word. Here's your bit of worship. You know, see see you next week, you know. But we are called to be active. And, and Father, I thank you for those fellowships that are actively involved in, 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 in doing the works of ministry ministering to the brokenhearted, reaching out to those who are in need. These are the types of uh, connections that we want to have. But we have to get to the place today where we recognize that we are the body. We are living stones. We need each other. You can't walk through this life on your own. You might be thinking, well, I've been hurt. I've gone through bad experiences The Father's teaching me new things. He's given me revelation. I can't stand in that place any longer. I recognize that they were preaching lies. They weren't giving me the truth. But it doesn't give us the right to dismiss. 
the order that the Father places within the Word and how He has called us to walk. And listen, we see many leadership that that lead with uh, controlling heavy shepherding spirits. And that is not what leadership is all about. We're going to be reading uh, these next few verses that are coming up. In fact, let's just uh, move forward uh, and we'll come to that in a second. But anyway, let me just, uh, where am I at here? I'm in the right chapter. <laughs> I'm in the wrong chapter. Okay, right. Ephesians. Uh, yeah, we're going to be reading in Ephesians chapter 4 the importance of uh, the offices that the Father calls people to for the purpose of um, ministering to the body of Messiah. We need the gifts we need those who walk in different offices in the Spirit to teach, to train, to equip, to pioneer. We need the body. Hallelujah. So never get to the place where you allow the enemy to cut you off to such a place where you cannot be connected with others because we need to walk with others. And right now during this lockdown, uh, many of you watching are in lockdown in your countries. You're starting to see things open a little. Uh, you know, here in Israel, it's been kind of interesting what's happening. Uh, we've been kind of released from the lockdown. But even yesterday during Shabbat, they had so many people going to the beaches. The police had to go and start turning people away because of the overcrowding. Everyone just wants to get out. We just want to get out. We just want to feel that fresh air, get on the beach and get the sand on your toes, get into the water and just enjoy after being cooped up for forever, it feels like, doesn't it? It's a long time, but we need to encourage each other. And maybe out of this lockdown, there's things that we are learning. What are you learning during the lockdown period? What are you learning? You know, some people are losing their jobs, their incomes uh, have disappeared because of the lockdown. They can no longer do the things that they were doing before the lockdown. So we stand in the gap and we want to get connected with what? Kingdom economy. You know, if this lockdown has pushed you into a place where it feels like you can't cope, then, you know, maybe one of the things the Father wants us to learn during this uh, pandemic time is how are we geared in the Spirit? Are we geared for breakthrough so that it doesn't what ha matter what happens around us, we're able to function and move forward? And listen, I'm telling you, it's been tough. You know, we've felt it. Our ministry has felt it. You know, we felt it personally. It has been sacrifice. It has been a challenge. It is not easy. But through it, we're not depressed. We're not discouraged. We're not down. Why? Because we rise up in Yeshua's name. We stand upon the rock. You know? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. Let's let's read into the scriptures and we're just going to read through this and just enjoy the word for a moment. Welcome Clay from uh, East Texas. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. We've got Paul as well in Nigeria. Thanks for joining with us. Hope you're doing good. Hallelujah. We've got Sharon as well in, in Tobago. Thanks for joining with us. We've got John in the UK. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is that we can come together around the scriptures. Okay, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. As a prisoner, <laughs> some people are like, I don't like that word. As a prisoner, 
<laughs> as a prisoner for Yahovah, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. You know, this is how Paul saw it as a prisoner. You know, he was he was making a choice. He says, I'm giving up my freedom. I, you know, I am free from sin. I'm free from the hold of Hasatan. I am born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We are called to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me ask a question. Do you know who you are in the Spirit? Sometimes we can be going through life's challenges and we've never got to the place where we establish who we are. We establish who we are through the Word, but also are we receiving instructions? Do we know what the Father has for our lives? And if if your answer right now is, I'm not sure what the Father has. You know, you might have been saved just a short while. You might have been saved years, but you have not been uh, in an environment where you are being encouraged to walk in the Spirit. Then my encouragement is not to take this word, you know, oh, I, I don't know uh, my calling. I haven't received a calling. I don't know what I'm meant to do. Look, this is not negative, but it's getting to the place where you are called to set yourself aside to inquire of God. When I was 19 years old, I'd been ministering, preaching the gospel, and, and out there, you know, just living for Yehovah, you know, walking in his ways, seeing signs and wonders and miracles. But at 19, I was still pressing in. I'm like, Father, I will not let you go till you show me what is to come. There's something powerful about knowing what is to come. If you know what is to come, you have authority. So if you get attacks that hit you today, but you've already seen what's coming up in the future, you know, those attacks all of a sudden get very small in comparison to the vision and the call that the Father has placed over your life. It's like Yeshua in Nazareth when he proclaimed that this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And, you know, they're they're like, who do you think you are? You know, we know your sisters, we know your brothers. Who do you think you are? You are proclaiming yourself to be the Mashiach, the Messiah. And they drove him all the way to a cliff edge in Nazareth. And what did Yeshua do? He didn't panic and go, oh my goodness me, how am I going to fulfill the will of my father at this point? He had authority because he knew what was to come. So what did he do? He turned around and he walked straight through the the crowd that were trying to kill him. He had authority. This is the authority that we receive when we know what is to come. So I want to encourage you, press in inquire of the father i did i prayed and i fasted and i got before the father yes i saw the gifts of the spirit manifesting in my life but you are not the gifts i wanted to know my calling i wanted to know my purpose where is the father leading me father show me events in my life that are to come you know And it's not that you are called to try and make things happen. No, the Father can do more in 60 seconds than you can do in an entire lifetime. So we just want to know what is to come so that we can have authority and stand upon the rock of Yeshua. Verse 2, be completely humble and gentle. 
be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit. There's not 36 million denominations. There's one body and there's one Spirit. So we want to make sure we're not picking up false spirits. We want to make sure we're not walking in false ways. But we are tuning ourselves in the Spirit. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the body, uh, through the bond of peace. Sorry, there is one body and one Spirit. So we are connected by the Spirit, and what we want to do is we want our relationships with man to be built because we are strong in the Spirit so that we connect with others through the Spirit. So it's not just, you know, we're not just pushing our way through life trying to work things out. Look, the greatest uh, dimension, dynamic within your life is your relationship and your walk in the Spirit. There's, There's so much we have to do in the secret place. There's so much work that the Holy Spirit has to do within our lives to equip us, to make us effective in the body. And that's what we are called to be, effective in the body. Just as you were called to one hope, um, when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one mikvah, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. (laughs) What an awesome uh, portion of scripture we see in these last few verses. One faith, one God, one Father, uh, one mikvah, you know, one Lord. What's it saying? Yeshua didn't come to bring a new religion. He did not come to birth the church. No, that's not biblical. The word church shouldn't even be in your Bible. It comes from the word ecclesia. That's the translation. It doesn't equate to the word church. You know, oh, Israel in the Old Testament, they married God the Father. And here we are in the New Testament. The body of Christ is marrying the Messiah. Hallelujah. Nope, you just disconnected. You just broke the cord from Genesis to Revelation. That story does not fit. That is not what Yeshua came to do. He did not come to bring a new religion. So we've got to untangle the lies and get back to the truth. He came to he didn't come to establish a new a new faith. He came to put the plumb line down of the gospel that was given to Abraham. This covenant that was given to Abraham, and that is the promise in which we are standing today. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. All right, hold on one second. Okay, where are we at here? Uh, We've got uh, Cassandra. She's just uh, shouting out Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10 and 11. Yeah, it says, Our fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but Elohim disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Hallelujah. We need to be trained by discipline. 
was was the father's truth and this is what we shared a couple of days ago we talked about enduring hardship the discipline of elohim you know for what purpose what is he doing he's treating us as sons he loves us and you know where are you at in your faith you know are you the one that's in control or is god in control you know, we've just got to take a pause and ask the question. You know, oh, it's my faith. It's my walk. It's my way. <laughs> it's not our way. It's his way. That's why I love how it opens up. Chapter 4, Paul says, as a prisoner of Yehovah. Guess what? Whatever he says goes. So it's not, well, you know, thanks for that, God. Appreciate your insight. <laughs> but that's not where I want to go. That's not what I want to listen to. I'm not going to walk in that way. No. What's the Father saying? He is calling us to walk in His ways. Why? Because His ways are perfect. He will bring us through. So if you are facing a mountain, if the mountain's not moving, we've got to come before the Father and ask the question, what is He trying to teach us in the midst of this? If the mountain's not moving, what's going on? Is He calling you to, to break the mountain down by the power of the Holy Spirit and speak to that mountain, go cast yourself into the sea? Or is He calling you to be trained, to be equipped to climb that mountain? And get over that tough place. You know, some, you know, look, I don't know about you, but I can tell, I can certainly talk about my life. There's many things that I have gone through where you just pray. It's like, okay, Father, just give me the breakthrough. And you're thinking this could just happen instantly. But no, He brings us onto a journey and we have to go through things. And we see that in the disciples with Yeshua. I'm going to dismiss the crowd. You guys get in the boats and I'll see you on the other side, you know? <laughs> so off they go in the boat, then the storm comes and the, the high winds come and all these different things take place. Why is it we face life challenges? If the Father's speaking, why is it not just all easy? Because that's not life. That's not what the Father's come to do. He's come to establish his testimony. He wants to give you tests so you can have a testimony he wants to give you um trials he, you know he, he wants to give you battles so that you can have victory greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world so this is one gospel from genesis to revelation it's not a new gospel the church was not born someone watching right now you might be listening right now thinking well i never knew that everyone's told me that shavuot the day of pentecost was the day the church was born that is not what it says in the scriptures that is not what's taught that is catholic theology okay hallelujah Verse 7 of Ephesians chapter 4. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Messiah appointed it, apportioned it, sorry. Um, this is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train. He gave gifts to men. What does he ascend mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended 
higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be what? Apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to do what? Verse 12, to prepare Elohim's people for works of service so that the body of Messiah may be built up until we all reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of Elohim and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Messiah. What an incredible promise. What an amazing promise. But what have we seen with what some call the fivefold ministry? What have we seen? How are apostles acting? How are prophets acting? How are evangelists acting? How are pastors and teachers? How are they acting? Are we seeing servant ministry in action? Is that what we are seeing? You know, Apostles are called to serve. They're the first to do something. And guess what? They're the last to be recognized. Because when everyone's so excited about the work, the majority of the time the apostle, he's already left and he's off doing something new. That is what an apostle is. He's one who will pioneer. He's one who will launch new works. And he keeps pressing forward. You can't really hold him down. He's not going to get stuck in one place. But he's going to keep building the body of Messiah and put systems in to help people grow. That is the walk of an apostle. Hallelujah. Prophets, what is a prophet? You know, the, the company of the prophets should be overseeing prophetic words that are being spoken. You know, it's the prophets who judge prophecy. So we need to identify those who are called in the prophetic when we see their words coming to pass, when they are receiving insight from the Father. But the prophet is not the alternative to the fortune teller. You know, it's not the alternative to the fortune teller. I don't uh, appreciate these groups that, you know, you know, get people together and say, we're just going to lay hands on you, you're going to prophesy and uh, you know, the congregation is going to come up. They're all going to have a number come to the table in the little booths that you're in. And, uh, you know, we're just going to pray in the Spirit. If you get a word, then share that word over the person. But, you know, if you see spiders, if you see bad things, if you see divorce, if you see death, oh, don't be prophesying that. But if you see blessings, nice things, God's going to prosper you. You know, God's going to give you a new job. You know, I see God's husband for you. I see I see the wife God has for you. All those different types. Prophesy that. That is not the office of prophet. That's not how we are called to prophesy. We are not called to walk like fortune tellers. Yes, we can inquire of the prophet concerning the will of Yehovah. But what's the main function of the prophet? To bring people in line. Warning. Come into line. In line with the word. Come in line with his Torah. With his instructions. Don't step out. Come back. This is what the prophet does. He's continually bringing his people back. Hallelujah. Some to be evangelists. You know, we, we just love to sit back and watch other people evangelize, you know. But what is the purpose of an evangelist? An evangelist will train you and equip you to be effective in evangelism. 
Yes, we can do mass evangelism. We can do those things too. But a true office of evangelism will train you how to evangelize, will train you how to minister. Pastors, you know, what's the, the function of a pastor? To care for the sheep, to minister to the needs, to counsel uh, and to minister to the needs of those who are broken and to be there in times of despair, you know, in loss, uh, in brokenness. That's what the pastor is there for. Also to be there in times of joy, for marriages, for for uh, proclaiming and declaring over your lives and to be a support within the community and the function of the community. Teachers, what's the function of the teacher? Is to train us, to give us insight and to open up the word, help us to have a, a deeper understanding. We need, excuse me, we need these gifts within the body of Messiah. We need these gifts functioning in Messiah. Hallelujah. Why do we need the gifts? And listen, you know, with people who are walking out the church in their groves, those who are coming out of denominations, non-denominations, and saying, God, I'm, I'm leaving because I'm empty. I'm trying to find the truth. Listen, don't walk away so far that you miss the blessing of what it truly means to be united as a body. So if you've been hurt and broken because of mistreatment or abuse of how people have used these offices, don't throw away the word. You know, we've got to just forgive and move forward and say, Father, we're just going to move forward in this because your word says that you are called us to be together, that we are your body that we are living stones to be equipped for you until we all reach unity in the faith. And you might think, how's that possible? You know, the, the problem is you, you get two people, three people in a room, you've got 25 opinions, you know. How do we get to that place of unity? Look, if we are about the work of the kingdom, you'll find you'll have less problems of people getting caught up in false doctrines, false teachings. And look, you're not called just to be on YouTube and Facebook trying to hear a whole bunch of teachers. We are called to apply what we are learning to be effective in our lives for Elohim. So we've got to move in a direction to see his kingdom come. So don't dismiss if you've come from places where you've experienced abuse. Don't dismiss the word, but recognize the promise that comes from the word that we will reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of Elohim and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Messiah. What an incredible promise we see. Then it will no longer be infants, uh, will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful schemes. This is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about how to be known 
uh, and, and to be connected with each other. That's why I get on the phones and I want to talk with you. I want to know what you're going through. You know, I want to be an encouragement to you. Why? Because, I, you know, and as a counsel, what do I hear? I hear people sharing with me the problems and the things that they're going through. And, and as we start to say, well, look, what does the word say over what you're going through? And I see people's confidence. I see their faith being restored. Why? Because they were in that isolated place. They were listening to people who were uh, doing what? They were uh, teaching, you know, every kind of wind of cunning and craftiness of man and deceit. So people are being caught up in wrong channels. Listen, we should be able to identify what is a wholesome uh, a body to be connected with uh, are we connected with those who are bringing the truth can we test the word that's being taught against the scriptures and we, we need to communicate with each other we've got to walk in these ways uh, verse 15 instead speaking the truth in love we will uh, we will in all things grow up in him who is the head that is Messiah. From him the whole body joined and is held together by every supporting ligament, and it grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And this is the key part here. Each part does its work. In my goal as we do devotion, I want to encourage you to press in and be devoted in his presence but I also want to encourage you to connect. Let's walk together. You might think, well, we're from all over the world. What can the Father do? Well, we're going to be getting ready to do training in evangelism and outreach, you know. And we can all reach out within our communities. We can all reach out in social media. We can get on the phones and just share and, and find ways on how we can pray for others and minister and, you know, what's my purpose in, in all of this? My, my purpose is to break the lies of Satan. My purpose is to help minister to broken people who are dealing with all sorts of problems and to bring people to an encouragement so we can all be effective in the gospel of the kingdom. So I'm just going to keep reading here because, you know, I want us, you know, look, what we need more than anything is the word. Um, let me just look at some comments. We've got some comments coming in. Um, Riva says, gifts and callings of Yahovah without repentance, still they are 100% de dependent upon the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, his leading and his guidance in their manifestations and use. We are his workmanship and not our own. He provides the opportunities for us to use his gifts. Amen. Thanks for sharing that. That's important. And that, that's what we've got to realize. You know, it's not you doing the miracles when you're laying hands on the sick. It's the Holy Spirit operating through you. We ask for the gift of healing. We ask for the gifts of the Spirit. Thank you, Father. Uh, Daira says you might have to wait and keep holding on to your faith. His timing is perfect. Submit to him. That's right. We've got to submit to him. 
It helps us grow in the spirit and helps us resist the sin in our flesh. Battles and trials kill the flesh and produce rich spiritual fruit. Then we shall share the spiritual fruit with one another. That's right. You've got it. That's exactly right. It's not about us to experience the blessing just for our own selfishness. No. If you're encouraged, be an encourager. You know, if the Father's blessing you, share the blessings of what the Father's blessing you with. You know, share the love of Yehovah. We are the body and the Messiah is the head. Hallelujah. So we press in to receive from the Ruach HaKodesh. He is faithful. So let's continue reading. We're in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17. So I tell you this and insist on it in Yehovah that you must no longer live as the nations, as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. You've got to change your stinking thinking. Don't tell me you've come to Messiah and you're still stuck in your stinking thinking. We've got to change our thinking in line with the Scripture. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of Elohim. This is an important point. So if the mountains aren't moving in front of you, is it because that you are darkened, you know, in your understanding and separated from the life of Elohim because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts? I believe we have a, a soft heart. And if we are fellowshipping together and growing in the Father, we can ask the Father to take away that heart of stone you know, and through this seven days, what are we seeking to do? We, we are seeking to uh, cause a challenge. You know, we, we've covered so many angles in the last, uh, you know, I don't know, 120 days or whatever it's been since February. We've covered so many angles. We've spoken so much encouragement. We're trying uh, with all of our hearts and with the scriptures to get us to a place to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying so we're not going to be caught up in the old life. You are born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Rise up and be who the Father has called you to be. Don't step back. Don't shrink back. But stand up. This is the hour. Be separated. Be separated from the things of the flesh, from your old life, the former life. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Having lost all sensitivity and having given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. Listen. Believers can get to a place where they are growing, they're thriving, they're blessed, and then all of a sudden they experience challenges. They experience abuse. They experience attacks within their life. And they're like, you know, all of a sudden they start sinking back. Now we're not reading the scriptures every day. We're not delving in. We're not fellowshipping with others. We're not connecting with others. And what I love about, you know, many of you who are... are, are uh, uh, frequently making comments on the messages as we are teaching your desire is to connect and we are connecting we're sharing we're working together hi richard good to see you in oregon thanks for joining with us blessings to you and your family hallelujah 
So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we are guarding ourselves from going back. Okay? So we've got to we've got to watch. Do you recognize anything happening in your life where you feel like you're falling back? And this is why I emphasized again on doubt. You know, because you might have been praying for the sick for six months and you know you're not seeing the signs and wonders and miracles that you want to see so then you give up but the question is do you have a word as the the father saying keep going keep ministering you know we've got to delve into the word and start filling our lives with healing scriptures meditating and building our faith if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer We've got to press forward. We want to be powerhouses. And sometimes, you know, the word states, or Yeshua said to the disciples that couldn't cast the devil uh, out of the, the person. He said, this kind comes out with prayer and fasting. And, you know, what does it mean, prayer and fasting? You need to have your connection with Yahweh so strong. You need to fast. Why? Your flesh is in the way. And the way to get your flesh out of the way is to deny your flesh, to fast and say, I'm pressing forward here in this. I am not going to conform to the patterns of this world, but I choose to be transformed with the renewing of my mind. Okay, let's go back to the former things. Verse uh, 29, uh, 20, sorry. You, however, did not come to know Messiah that way. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Yeshua. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. Deceit. We talked about that yesterday. That's right. To be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like Elohim in true righteousness and holiness. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, look, some people think the life of sin is fun, but it will kill you. But you get into the life of the Spirit, and you, you are made alive. Let your attitude and your minds be filled with the Holy Spirit to bring transformation. Hallelujah. Put on, put on the new self. Put on the new self. Come on. Put on the new self. You know what's going on in your life. You know what's going on. You want to live on the old man? You want to, you know, just put a little bit of, uh, you know, Jesus mayonnaise into your life? No. You know, try and spice up the sandwich of of the bread that you're feeding yourself? No. Put on the new self. Hallelujah. Created to be like Elohim. In not just righteousness, in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor, for we are all members of one body. Come on, we've got to protect each other and stand in the gap. Listen, you know, when people get into rebellion, sometimes you just can't do anything for them. If they are going to move into lying spirits and rebellion and their purpose is to destroy, to break up and to pull down that which is of Yehovah, you know, hand them over to Hasatan if they will not repent and not come back 
uh, in line. So this is not a place of weakness in what it is saying. It says, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor, for we are all members of one body. You are not responsible for how someone else is acting. If we can help them, that's great. But if they're moving into rebellion and they refuse to walk in the things of the Spirit, you have got to separate from those people. You've got to say, listen, you know, if you are not going to get yourself in line, I've got to separate from you because you are not walking in the unity of the Spirit. You're walking in falsehood and lies. Verse 26, In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. Listen, let me tell you something. People might get right up your nose. You might get mad over what someone's saying, over what someone's doing. But listen, what is this scripture saying? How do we get to a place where we can walk as the body of Messiah? How are we going to do it? Listen, you know, as I minister from a Hebraic perspective to the church and to fellowships around the world, you know, it's very important that I don't walk into those environments and bring a spirit of destruction. It is not my position to go in and destroy places. It's my position to go in and edify and build that their eyes will be open to the truth and let the Holy Spirit bring alignment. We are not called to destroy people because of your understanding and the wisdom and the knowledge that the Father has given you. You are called to use the wisdom of the Spirit in the way to build up. And that's why we have to be more tolerable of others. You know, stop being so judgmental. Well, I've just got the way. This is it. And I've got it all together. Well, maybe you haven't got it all together. Maybe they've got some great things. Maybe they're being effective with the widows and the poor and you're not. Maybe they've got the ability to minister uh, to uh, whatever group that you don't have, you know. So let's, let's be those who build up and let's bring alignment. Yes, we want the fivefold to bring alignment. And let me tell you something, when the move of the Spirit goes, you know, this this is where denominations are birthed from many times. The Father is moving and people are stuck in the mud and they're saying, I'm not going forward. So what does the Father say? Well, okay, well, there, there needs to be a split here because the Holy Spirit's moving. We've got to move forward. Why are people leaving so many fellowships right now? You know, maybe because the Holy Spirit's speaking. And saying, this is old wine. Get away from the old wine and come into the new wineskins. He who has been stealing uh, must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with his own hands that he may have something to share with those in need. That's interesting what it's saying. This is body ministry. This is coming to the place where it's body ministry. If you've been stealing, stop, go to work. For what purpose? So that you will have something to contribute to the community of believers. Why? Because the Father will never call you to do something that you can do yourself. You need others. 
We need others in this faith walk, in this journey. The the calling over your life is bigger than you are. So if you try and think you can do it without the body of Messiah, you're going to fall flat on your face. So it's about time you wake up to the place. If you're challenged in this area where you've you've isolated yourself off and said, I'm not going to fellowship with others because people are just a pain in the neck. You know, I don't want to submit under a bunch of people who are going to end up hurting me. And look, I agree with that. But let's press in and pray for a body to be raised that is walking in the spirit of unity. That's what we want to see. And the Father is waking up his bride. He is waking up his people for such a time as this. Verse 29, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their need, that it may benefit those who listen. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of Elohim, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, slander, uh, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just as in Messiah, Elohim forgave you. Hallelujah. So what are we seeing in the midst of this today? We are seeing the connection that we're called to work together. We're called to press in together. But we're not called to be uh, uh, submitting under abuse. You know, you you can choose. You know, if, if you feel you're in an environment that's not safe, don't stay in that environment. You want to get in an environment of faith that's building you up and, and enabling you to be effective for the kingdom for such a time as this. And our purpose at Bulldozer Faith is to build the body from the nations together so we can be in teaching, but we also want to be sending. We want to be equipping so that those who are tuning in right now, you might be getting trained up right now and you're going to launch a home fellowship uh, within your local area. The Father's going to use you to minister. You might be starting a food program to get out and minister to the brokenhearted in your community. You might be reaching out to help the elderly get their shopping in right now, or even going in and uh, doing house cleaning and helping people. There's so much that needs to be done in the midst of this pandemic that we are facing right now. Thank you, Father. So what are we saying here in the midst of this? What we are saying is we are saying that we want to allow the gifts and the offices of the Spirit to function We want to recognize who people are in the Spirit and receive what the Father has to give to us through the ministry of others. We want the body ministry. Yes, Riva says we're one body in Messiah. That's right. Uh, Richard says, and whenever you stand praying, if you hold whatever against anyone, forgive so that your Father in heaven shall also forgive you your trespasses. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. If you want to walk in forgiveness, we have to be those who forgive. And that's why I love how it ended in verse 31. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate. Why? We will be known by the love we have for one another. 
So if the mountain's not moving, let's ask ourselves the question, are we going to overcome this mountain together as the people of Elohim? Maybe that's what needs to happen in your life right now. Maybe the Father's saying the mountain that's not moving is a mountain of isolation. So tonight we break the mountain of isolation in Yeshua's name and we release a supernatural outpouring of the Spirit um, for unity of the body. We ask for connections. We ask, Father, for fellowship. We ask, Father, that you will build your body within all the communities around the world that are tuned in here today, that we will get to that place to see his kingdom come and his will done. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you. We thank you for your word. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Thanks for everyone who has shared the scripture. Uh, We've got Richard sharing another word. He said, Hear now, O house of Israel, it is not enough that you... um, that, that, uh, that you weary men, that you weary Elohim, also um, Yeshua. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 13. Okay, thank you, Father. We don't want to speak against one another. James chapter 4. Thanks, Richard. He that speaks against his brother and judges his brother speaks against the Torah, speaks against the law and judges Torah. And if you judge Torah, you are not a doer of the Torah, but a judge. Hallelujah. In James chapter 4. Thank you, Father. Yeah, praise the name of Yeshua. All right, well, listen, if you've got prayer requests, I'm going to send you my email address. It's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. All right, kick that out there. Uh, Share your testimony. Uh, Give us feedback on what the Father is saying to you. If you're encouraged and blessed with our teaching and the things that we are doing, Um, Listen, we want to be able to activate the body of Messiah. If the Father is calling you in places of ministry, how can we help you and support you in the work that you're doing? How do we get out there and make a difference for the kingdom? Because we want to be training in evangelism. We want to be praying for those who are being sent out, those who are going. And I can't wait to do our Livingstone Torah outreach events. And if we can't do it right now during lockdown, it doesn't mean that we can't be active in evangelism. You know, I get opportunities all the time to share my faith and minister to others. And we want to continually be in that environment. So if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, there's a way that you can connect with us, buildthoseoffaith.com. I would ask you to stand and pray for the work we do here in the land of Israel and in the nations. And if you want to, you feel led by the Spirit to support our work, thank you, Father, then you can do that through uh, uh, com forward slash give. And just connect with us, reach out to us, you know, stand with us. We Our goal is to be a mission agency that we raise resources to send people. You know, there's people with gifting and they don't have the resources Uh, to be trained they don't have the the resources to go but you know we have got to have a fund that we can use to send people to bless people to enable and equip the body of messiah and that's what we're building at bulldozer faith we are building resources 
training equipment we're writing right now as well uh, to get books out and stuff we're working on that right now um, we want to do training manuals and different things that we're doing as well so stand in the gap with us and pray that we will uh, be effective in equipping the body of Messiah for such a time as this hallelujah thank you father Okay, Esther's got a word. She said, I just saw in the spirit a picnic basket with plates and cups and wine glasses. Plenty to share with others, uh, with other people. Um, earlier I saw a vision of grass. I guess I'm off to share a picnic. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we want the Father to bless us so that we can bless many. That's what it's all about. So we just speak to the, the mountain of isolation. You're broken. You're gone right now in Yeshua. And the Father's bringing us together as a body. He's going to open up doors for you within your community to be effective for the kingdom. Well, thanks for joining with me. Can't wait to see you all again tomorrow. Uh, as you know, we don't uh, we don't say what time we're going to go live because we just want to be led by the Spirit. Every day we'll go live. It's going to happen. Even if it's in the middle of the night, it will happen. But uh, we're led by the Spirit, so we don't have a set time. But you can also go on podcast, um, Spotify, iTunes, Speaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Facebook podcast. Look, there's so many channels out there that we are on. Um, if you want to listen in your car, if you want to listen as you're, you know, washing up or whatever, uh, a lot of people prefer to get on the podcast platform uh, to listen to the word or go back over things. So that's available at the end of every word. Uh, straight after I finish, I create the podcast link and I post it on Facebook and YouTube so that you can have that uh, to use that channel as well. I encourage you to share as well this message on Facebook and through your social media channels, if it's Instagram, if it's YouTube. Uh, just get the message out there. Let's be an encouragement and uh, share the word of Yehovah to this generation. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.